Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Koslowski is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional in this environment. And same applies to any professional who may appear on the Light, the Fight podcast. Welcome to the OG Therapy. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of OG Therapy. And I got Rojo, K-Scott, some real life OGs in their own right. They wouldn't tell you that they're OGs because they know real Gs move in silence. But I will tell you that they're OGs. And the only reason why I'm an OG is because I'm old. <laughs> I, I, qual- I qualify just by my age, not because my street smarts. These guys got the real street smarts and they're younger, but they're just old enough to know what's up. Fellas, how you guys doing today? I'm doing good, doing good, doing good. Oh, living, really? breathing, and taking living, one day breathing. at a time. Okay, well, mm-hmm. breathing, it helps living, so that's, I'm glad you got that one. <laughs> For real, though. Okay, how about you, man? That humidity kicking in yet there in Texas, still kind of mellow. Man, it, it's 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 starting to get a little drier. You know, summer, summer is coming in, but you still get that glimpse of humidity. But uh, I'm not looking forward to the summer. I'm not even going to lie to you. Oh, it gets hot it's where you're be at, cooking. Huh? Yeah, it's going to be cooking. I'm about to be a strip of bacon here soon. <laughs> hey, did, out there in the city, do they still uh, they still having the water plugs just for old time's sakes? They, they, hey. they uncrank the they uncrank the fire hydrant. Yeah, yeah. Up in the air, you would be surprised. Uh, like in the like when I be going through our back ways, and I see little kids doing some like old school little kid stuff. I'm yep. like, this is good for the culture. <laughs> this is good. Yeah, I pull love out, it. Pulling out a hose and like a tarp, making like a, a hood uh, uh, slip and slide. We used to do that all the time. Oh, oh, man. I'm like, mom, get a slip and slide. So no, nah, there's a piece of plastic out there. <laughs> get that. Go out there. <laughs> put some water on but you had to put soap on the water, make it slippery. Yeah. We yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good times. <laughs> all right. So who's got the question for us? I got the question. All right. Okay. So uh, <laughs> this episode, I got our question, our mm-hmm. question. There we go. And the question today is, how do you create a relationship with yourself in order to create friendships? Mm. I'm glad I ain't first. Okay. <laughs> um, I, like some of the answers, I'm going to start off on, on a little bit uh, different of a tangent. So because this is a question coming from a young person, just want to mm-hmm. give you guys a little bit of knowledge, a little bit of game for you. Young people have a tendency, and they don't realize that they're doing this, and parents sometimes help out this a lot. So the question is, how do you create a good relationship with yourself? Well, you got to see yourself for what you really are as opposed to what you're scared of, what you're unsure about, um, what you haven't experienced. So I like to tell teenagers and parents specifically that you should look at teenagers and teenagers look at yourselves. Look at yourself as not being fragile but instead being anti-fragile. So there's a book written a long time, not a long time ago, maybe like probably seven years ago, five, six, seven years ago, something like that. And it's actually called Uh, Anti-Fragile. Nassim Talib, I believe his name is. He's an economist. He he wasn't really talking about teenagers, but one of the metaphors in there was teenagers. And I kind of took it in a different direction. And I've been talking about it for a while now because it makes a point that, if you look at teenagers uh, for what they really are, which I believe they're anti-fragile, by definition, that means they're opposite of fragile. So if you look at fragile as like a, a wine glass, right? Like a wine glass is very fragile. If a wine glass breaks on the ground, 
nothing can be learned from that experience. You don't look at the wine glass like, oh my gosh, wine glass. Like, so what have you learned from being broken right now? Like, how are you going to turn this into a better wine glass experience for whoever's going to drink it? It's just broken. You throw it away. So that is fragile. Teenagers are anti-fragile. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying like serious abuse, physically, sexual, or mental abuse. But what I mean is like going through difficult things makes the, the calluses. It makes them stronger. It makes them tougher. It makes them more capable. Helping uh, teenagers see what, the, uh, what they can be competent in comes from them working at it, trying to get better at it. So in today's world, a lot of people unknowingly trying to protect their kids, trying to save them from anything that possibly perhaps maybe some day could hurt them is teaching kids that they are fragile. So therefore they need to be protective because they're not shown or they haven't shown yet that they're capable of hard, difficult things. Sports is something that does just the opposite. It looks at teenagers as being anti-fragile. There are certain things in life that test a young person and when they go through that, unlike a wine glass, they go through a hard fail. Like everybody's heard that terminology, um, you know, you, you learn more from a loss than you do a win. Mm, so now they right. can reflect like, man, when they're broken down, when they've lost, things didn't go they, their way, either individually or collectively as a team. They can either look at that. It's like, oh, I guess that means I'm not supposed to be successful in life. Mm. Uh, I guess it means, you know, I'm just a loser. Or, you know, I'm, you know, I'm just a victim. Or they can look at it and say, dang, like this sucks. I don't like the way this feels. I don't want to feel like this anymore. What could I do to not feel like this anymore? It's really an invitation for either one. I just want the person, whoever has asked this question, whoever's listening to this question, I want you to see that before I even answer the question, I want you to see that you are not fragile. You're actually the opposite of fragile. And the guy that wrote that book, um, Anti-Fragile, he said they tried to find a word that was opposite of fragile and they couldn't find it. At first, they wanted to use the word resilient. Now, in my profession, a lot of people talk about, hey, you know, teach your kids to be resilient, which is good. But resilient comes from the word resist. So to resist hard things, to resist things that could break them down, that's one thing. Anti-fragile means that if you go into it believing whatever the outcome is, as long as it's not death or something extreme, right. that you are going to be better and strengthened because of that challenge. So how do you have a better relationship with yourself? First off, you have to see yourself, your struggles, your difficulties, the things you went through is all invitations to grow, to get better, to develop those calluses necessary. Uh, if you got soft little like uh, little pink toes and baby feet, but you're a teenager and you go walking on the street, you're going to get hurt. Your feet are going to get burnt. You're going to be like, oh, what's going on? Right. No, you're going to be really, really feeling like you're fragile. No, it means you haven't had enough experience mm -hmm. to get the calluses so that you can walk around and do, do, do and deal with difficult things. So first, you got to see yourself as not being easily broken. That way, you see all the challenges ahead of you as opportunities and ways for you to get stronger, um, smarter, what have you. That is the number one thing I want to start off. And I want to hear what you guys have to say to add to that because I'm starting more of the mental. Uh, right. like, you know, how can you start in having a good relationship with yourself? Well, it's hard to have a good relationship with yourself if you don't like yourself or if you feel that, oh, you're going to be um, a victim again or you're going to be easily broken. So uh, I believe it helps to start with that. Yeah, without a doubt. You know, start from the inside because the inside is going to help the outside, right? Because if you do outside in, then you, 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 your core is weak, right? You ain't going to be able to do a well, lot of things. A lot of If things, you do right? outside win, you're just like 95% of the other kids out there trying to get clout on social media, trying exactly. to like look like really cool. 
But and then then yep. at the end of the day, like nobody's there for me in my life. It's like, mm-hmm. well, maybe people aren't there for you because they don't know you. They only know your PR, your representative. Mm-hmm. They only know your avatar or your persona that you created. They don't know mm-hmm. the real you at all. And that's the and that's so true. So and, and to kind of take it to the next, like so once you do develop yourself and know who you are, then you won't fall into the trap of undermining your value, like not showcase what your true value is because i seen a video the other day it was talking about a water bottle and how how is a water bottle that's the same water bottle being sold in different places valued differently so like for instance a water bottle let's go aquafina can be served at the grocery store for two dollars what that same water bottle can be sold in the airport for five dollars and so on so like each place has its own value so once you understand who you are the next is trying to figure out okay who's your environment like what's the your environment so that the 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 repetitious and that that calluses that you built up for so long won't get broken down from your environment that you're in and so i, I like man, it it's too much it, what the, the game that dave spilled in the beginning it's kind of hard to compound that but the next step is once you build up that calluses make sure your environment doesn't diminish the work that you put in to get to that point so that you can be able to keep excelling and excelling but uh, I love it, man. I love it. What about you, Rojo? What you think about that? I mean, y'all both like killed it. <laughs> y'all both did good <laughs> because um, literally, I was about to go with what Kaz was saying, as in loving yourself. You got to be able to love yourself to really be able to start building those relationships. But then also, what you just say, K Scott, is like the environment side. It's like um, the best way to the best way to create this relationship with yourself is to do some of the things that you love. So, yeah. um, an example I will use is that. Um, you like to work out in the gym. Say you like to work out in the gym. You go to a gym to go work out in it. Sometimes you will create that relationship that you made by telling yourself to go to the gym and doing something that you love that makes you feel good, where you love yourself at it. You will find friendships in those gyms yeah. that does the same exact thing and you kind of create it. So as you create your relationship with yourself on things that you love, what you was mentioning, Kaz, yeah. and then you go to that environment that, you love that makes you feel good about loving yourself. Like what you were saying, K Scott, sometimes you can run right into those relationships that you create organically without even trying, because you're doing something that you love. You creating this thing, you creating this relationship within yourself. That's like, Hey, everything cannot feel good, but you know what? I feel good. And I love myself even more going to the gym. And then all of a sudden you start just making those connections and creating that friendship that has the same common thing that you have. So it's kind of tough to to follow yeah. up with what y'all both said, but no, no, that's what I was leaning towards. No, what what you said hit right on the mark. What we've talked about in in other podcasts too. It's like relationships are like mirrors, and what Kay was talking about, like yeah, in certain in certain circles of friends, your water bottle. I'm using air quotes here. It may yeah. only be worth like ten cents, meaning mm-hmm. that like you're not you're not worth a lot to them because for whatever reason that environment. They don't see that, hey, man, you, you're pretty you're pretty clean, delicious water. You ain't got a bunch of chemicals in you, right? right. <laughs> and so <clears throat> you go into another environment, you go into another group of people, and they start to see, like, man, like, th- this person, you know, like, they got a lot to offer. You know, they're a valuable person. They're a good friend. They value all those great qualities about you. Now your water bottle's worth five, ten bucks, like you're in a movie theater or something like that, right? <laughs> and, and so what – what I was talking about for when we talk about relationships being like mirrors is that if you're looking at someone and that person reflecting back to you that you have a low value, but you know that you've been trying really hard to be a good friend and you've been, you know, all those 
good things that friends do, be loyal, be honest, be trustworthy, be there for that person. And they're still not valuing that. That's probably not a reflection on you. It's probably a reflection of they don't have a high value for themselves. Mm. Their water bottles at 10 cents. Mm -hmm. So how could they see how high of a value you have if they're not trying to better their value? You know, AKA that's why it's called relationships are like mirrors. You just, Mm -hmm. you see what someone else is reflecting to you. So it's really good to be in an environment where people are also seeing the good about you. Cause that way, if you start to go into a bad place or let's say you're doing good, you're a good friend. And then you start to have issues in your own life and you start to slip a little bit. Well, those friends can say, "Whoa, whoa, this isn't you. Like, what are you doing, man? Like, come on, man. Come back to the light, man. Don't, don't, don't act like just because you're hanging out with that one cool kid over there, you know, getting all ratchety in your behavior, acting stupid. Don't forget your, your parents don't play like that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like no one taught you how to be like that. And so you know, those types of relationships can help you bring you back to your value. If you're fortunate enough to have friends like that, but yeah, get back to the question. How do you have a better relationship with yourself? We hit it there. You have to see yourself as all the struggles you go through. It's good for you. You're not a victim. Then you have to be in environments where people are seeing your value because they actually respect those types of attributes, morals, and characteristics because they're trying to be better people too. Mm -hmm. And at the end of it too, if you see that, hey, listen, those people are reflecting back to me, good things about myself. Well, guess what? Your self-worth, that relationship, like the beginning of the question, the relationship with yourself is going to be higher because you're around people who value a good relationship Mm. with yourself. People that are selling, selling their soul just so they can fit in. You know what I mean? People are just like, Hey, what can I do for clout? Those people will be talking to you, pretend like they're paying attention. And all of a sudden they're looking at their phone Mm. and they're like, Oh, what would you say? Now, maybe some of us do that on accident, but if you see a habit of people in your environment, really putting other things, technology and stuff like that ahead of you, or they got another friend that's got more money or a cooler car. And now they hang out with you. Well, to have a good relationship with yourself, you got to be honest with yourself. Right. That's and rude. sometimes the honesty is not fun. It's like, dang, I put a lot of time and effort into a bunch of people who aren't good friends. Mm-hmm. I may have to like back out of these relationships and go start with other friends or go reconnect with other people. A lot of people, they don't like change. So they're like, no, I, I, if you sit there and try to justify why staying with bad friends or people that you don't vibe with, or, or sometimes it could be even family members, sometimes mm. certain family members, I know some families where some siblings, they want their older siblings uh, uh, acceptance so bad that they'll allow the older sibling to be mean to them and, and treat them like crap, you know? So yeah, the, the more true. you start to have a better relationship with yourself, it makes it easier. Doesn't It's not foolproof. It makes it easier to identify people that you got to kind of keep at an arm's distance and the people that you want to keep closer to you. Facts. Mm. All right. Well, you guys, thank you as always for uh, sending these questions, giving us these questions and for all the high schoolers that have submitted these questions to us as well. And uh, we want to make sure that you guys know how you can follow us. So uh, Rojo, why don't you tell them where they can follow you? On my Instagram page, it's Robert Johnson, Robert L Johnson, 32 for my Instagram. <laughs> and then for my Twitter, it's uh, the Rojo 32. And I gotta admit, Rojo, that, that that name Robert L. Johnson sounds like a good author. That, that, that's a good author. Sounds professional, oh, man. Very yeah. professional. I, I had to L. put an L in there because it, everybody think I'm I sold my soul to the devil because of <laughs> the Robert Johnson that's in natural. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, you know, you know what that name sounds like? Sounds like you should have some cufflinks, man, with like your initials, <laughs> right? Like all hey, the cufflinks of the suit. <laughs> that name is crazy, but I digress. I'm from side to it, but hey, I love that name, Robert L. Johnson. Yeah, but uh, my Instagram and uh, Instagram and Twitter, you can find me at kscott underscore two. 
Hit me up, man. Stop being a stranger. Hit me up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and you can you can follow me at David underscore K-O-Z-L-O-W-S-K-I underscore on Instagram. And remind me, fellas, man, I'm so inactive on Instagram. Uh what's the uh what's the OG therapy? Is it OG dot OG dot therapy? OG dot therapy on Instagram. Go and follow us. All of our reels are up there. And if you want to follow us on YouTube, we have tons of episodes from the past, full-length episodes on there. You can follow us at Light the Fight or um, OG therapy. It's We're switching over from light to fight to OG therapy, so I'm not sure when you'll be hearing this. So if you go there and look for light to the fight, like L-I-G-H-T, the fight, and you don't see it, well then go to OG and then therapy, and you'll be able to find us there. And if you really want to support what we're doing here, uh, which we need the support to pay some of the basic bills that we have here, you can go support us on a platform called Patreon where you can get two years of bonus content from me answering questions. All these episodes will be uploaded there in video form so you can watch some of our beautiful faces and bear with some of the other faces. We're not going to say who's the beautiful people, who's not the beautiful people, but you know, I'm saying I'm scared. <laughs> you need to pick and choose who you like. Like, 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 like what? What exactly type of uh, person uh, you like to stare at in a podcast? So, well, you guys, uh, that is at www.patreon.com backslash light the fight, and it is a a payment, so it's going to cost you about seven bucks, but you get all that bonus content. So, you guys, thank you as always for trusting us to help you with things in your life of a difficult nature, because we all know when life's got you down on your knees. You can always come talk to your and listen to your OGs. Until next time. All right. Whoa. We done did it. All right. That was good. good. Yeah. big money when you start your next project today at menards check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock ready to take home today we carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest menards you can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on menards.com save big